Welcome to episode two of season two. I am kicking off my interviews with my friend Krista Ryerson. I highly recommend you go back to season one and listen to our conversation we had. It definitely uh, takes off from where we left off in season one. Get ready for a wild ride. We uh, <laughs> we had a lot of fun, uh, lots of learning. Um, you'll definitely notice some, you know, funny sounds, and uh, it might seem a little disjointed at points. Uh, Krista and I have a lot of energy, and we share a lot of the same interests. And we've moved through life in um, a very interesting way together. So our story is really in episode one. I'm not going to dive into that. Uh, but I will give you some context into this episode. So Krista and I met up uh, in the early afternoon. And we first just went for a walk together to catch up. It's been a few months. We don't really hear about what each other are up to, what our plans are for the summer. Uh, and then we sat down in a park and we both had brought a little bit of cannabis with us. And Krista beautifully led an intention setting, um, created safe space for us and um, helped really guide the container we were creating with this openness, the receptivity, yet still an understanding of boundary, of safety. And, and then we partook and um, both of us only had um, a few puffs. We were smoking cannabis for this first episode. Uh, so we can consider it as a microdose, and we speak to that right at the beginning of the episode of uh, where we're at. And when we started walking back towards this um, location we're recording, uh, we were really going off in many different directions. It was like the, you know, the universe really expanded, and we... Uh, we're going off in lots of different directions as I was trying to do my best to, you know, feel the through line and, and make sure that we're circling back. But because we both have such excitable energy, as soon as something popped into our mind, it would just be, you know, this new question or this new idea. And then we'd go off in that different direction. And I think you're going to get a feel for that in the episode. It kind of continued on. Um, you know, and I did notice as well that um, this is something I'll work on in future episodes is that in my, um, what I'm striving to do often in these questions as I'm, uh, you know, really holding space for my guest is I'm noticing that I'm, my questions are too open-ended and too big. And what you'll notice is that that would really give, you know, in this example, Krista, a lot of space to take us on a journey towards this question that I asked, but it made it, in hindsight, difficult for me to, you know, ask questions to dive deeper because it really felt like when I did that, we would lose our way and, um, and you know, taking more effort to try to find those loose threads that we left. And, and you know, overall, I think we did a great job. Uh, there might be a few things that were mentioned and we didn't come back to. Uh, but overall, the the flow, the connection, the stories shared uh, just lit me up. And I'm excited for all of you to listen to what Krista has been up to in these last few months and what she has been able to tap into. It is out of this world. It is inspiring. 
it's a bit mind-blowing. Uh, you might have moments where you're questioning if, uh, <laughs> if what you're hearing is reality. And the beautiful thing is, is that Krista you know, speaks to that. She's more than aware that some of the things she shares are outside the norm. Uh, but knowing Krista and seeing Krista and loving Krista, I, I just am so excited for what she's doing and who she's helping and who she's becoming. It's a beautiful gift to, to really even be in space with her. And I'm excited that you all get to, to listen. Uh, there will be information in the show notes about how you can find Krista, what she's up to. She speaks to it a little bit in the episode as well. So, you know, sit back, buckle up, <laughs> get ready for, um, yeah, some pretty interesting topics coming your way. Well, we're just going to dive right in because this is the first episode in what I'll say is chapter two of the podcast, um, circling back to the guests that I spoke with in the first round and having a little bit of a different conversation with each of them with the intention of, you know, diving deeper, but also, you know, talking a little bit about higher levels of consciousness. And yes. Yeah. So my first guest is Krista Ryerson. Oh, I'm so honored. <laughs> yeah, we've been having... I'm so honored. I just spat across the table. <laughs> we've been having a good time this afternoon, and um, yeah, so full disclosure, we're a little high. Yes. Not a lot. Not a lot. We could be higher. Yes. Right? Definitely. Just wanted to... Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, like I said... How high are you right now? On a scale of one to ten. Sure. Just, that's like, yeah, what are those parameters? Mm -hmm. That's bullshit. Yeah. We should start something new. Why limit yourself, Krista? <laughs> totally. Uh, three, <laughs> I'd say. Like a solid three. Yeah, out of one of ten? Out of out of just whatever. Oh, okay. You, you let it be whatever Got it is. It. I'm a three. Connected and mm. connected. Yeah. So here still very, very much so. Like I said before we did engage with cannabis mm -hmm. is I'm a micro I like to take micro doses of anything my nervous system yeah. too sensitive um, very intentional with what it is that we're doing which is why today we set container mm -hmm. before we got into this space you know having this conversation about whether people engage with plant medicines or not it's important to talk about I think another side of it I feel rather yeah. another side of it where where and my story you know I was very deep into marijuana and ecstasy and cocaine you name it in my 20s mm -hmm. and my relationship I abused my relationship with the plant and I felt at the time subconsciously it was activated in the back that I was going forward and engaging with these substances as a way to escape reality mm. and what actually ended up happening and I a lot of people can relate to this I'm sure what ended up happening is my deepest trauma came to the surface through the opening process. So you're trying to run from yourself, run from yourself, run from yourself, and then yeah. all of a sudden you, there you are. Yeah. There you are. And so everything came to the surface, and I developed uh, what would someone would call an anxiety disorder. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that was, that was my miracle. That moment was my miracle. I didn't know it at the time. And this is something that came through today when I was working with a client is, is the, the miracle is the moment. 
it's actually the moment that we're living in right now and and we we might not see it yet or feel it yet or Mm -hmm. know it yet but the miracle is this moment Mm -hmm. because we're alive we're here we're getting to have this conversation and so then circling it back to the conversation of, of coming into contact with substances wherever you run there you are and there i was and so i didn't use that for a long time and then i came back to it um because in a meditation, cannabis came to me and I couldn't even make this story up. <laughs> so I wanted to. So cannabis came to me and it just was like, as I want. As a visual? Um, more as, as an energy, okay. as an energy. Cause I was sitting with the thought of why I had attracted in another partner who used cannabis all the time. And I yeah. didn't want that in my life. So I sat with it. And then these little things started happening in my life that brought me back to this um, awareness around cannabis and I was like I think there's something deeper for me here I went to a concert for example and the guy on stage was talking about his abuse with cannabis um, and how he mistreated it and then he did ayahuasca after not using cannabis for years Mm -hmm. and ayahuasca said to him you know start working with that again and so now so then he is and I started crying in the audience. Wow. I just started crying, like uncontrollably, and not like sobbing, just tears were coming down my face. And my girlfriend, who doesn't engage in any substance, was like, are you okay? And I just said, I think I need to start working with this plan again. Like yeah. it affected me viscerally. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was like, yeah, I think you do. Yeah. And so I have been over the probably year and a half now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and micro. Good. Yeah, so it went from demonizing the plant as if I, this is the thing I need to stay away from yes. to realizing actually this is what I need to open up to and yeah. and figure out how to be in relationship in relationship this. to it in a new way in a new way yeah which it was so it was such a nice gift for me actually sitting in the park with you and you know we we both you know social distancing um, to yeah. a degree uh we were not sharing we had our own um <laughs> this is true <laughs> and I, I just really loved the your, your power in being able to to say, let's make an intention, let's, you know, let's create this container and you just let it so beautifully mm-hmm. and it just, it feels so nice to be guided and, and just taken into an experience that is outside the realm of what I'm very familiar with when mm-hmm. it comes to this plant. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've been developing my relationship with it in a big way, uh, but it, yeah, it, it was just a nice reminder, you know, to really go with the micro and and then you know our conversation has been all over the place already and so I uh, I want to create a little bit of a a through line for us um, because both of us have shared how we're just very excitable and we love talking about the same things and sharing wild and amazing and the feminine goes on a tangent that's what the feminine (laughs) energy does it moves all over the place and and that yeah yeah, and then that masculine energy can pull it in and we have both exactly so we're going to need a little bit maybe more structure more masculine energy as we move through this feminine space yes yeah so i as i mentioned outside to you that i i really want to ask a lot of questions and it's something that i need to set as an intention because I also get into storytelling um, and I get distracted. Right. And I want to, I'm just here for you, really. Like, I'm, I'm it's been a I'm long time. For you. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, pandemic has been wild for yes. everyone in different ways. Yes. And um, you've been on my mind a lot. And it feels really good Aww. to be back in connection with you. Yeah. And, and I just want to hear, um, as a through line, like, what's been a, a big part? of these last six months for you? What have you been learning? Where are you at? What are you excited about right now? What are you curious about? And if there's anything I can add in that you know can support 
what's being shared, but I, I really want to hold a space for you and mm-hmm. hear about your heart and your mind. And I want to hear about your heart. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a good podcast name. <laughs> I want to hear about your heart. Yeah. Yeah. So six months. So that would put us roughly November, December, something like that. Which is around the time we recorded. Oh, right. Episode. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was winter. Well, what's so interesting is we were speaking to changing your relationship to something. What is this relationship? And in the last podcast, which you absolutely should go listen to, that we recorded, I talked about this, that healing isn't necessarily something that's over. Like the healing happens and we're done. It's like the healing happens and we move to a new octave, Mm -hmm. a new note. Yeah. And that note just like brings us up. So that is what has been happening even more so and in a more profound way for me over this last section of time in this last six months um boiling it down don't boil it down (laughs) boil it up boil it up let's turn up the heat in here it's pretty hot in this it is hot in here and it took us 10 minutes to find the lights that's true it's very tech savvy in here yeah, yeah, I was joking with Marin that she just needs to use her mind to turn things on. Yeah, we were stuck <laughs> on the elevator. Chris is like, just use your mind. Use your mind. Just turn it on. The lights won't turn on. Marin, use your mind. <laughs> <laughs> because, and this will all tie into the question you just asked, but yeah. because um, we have been talking about there's many different realities going on right now in the world, right? Mm-hmm. There's many different realities, and there is no wrong way. And I want to preface that so whenever we get into the talk of Corona, and I have some stuff I can share about that, Mm -hmm. that there is no wrong way to exist in this paradigm right now. I'm going to bring your water towards you. Yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm. And and there's no right way, way. There just is a way and what you're choosing, and we're all doing the best that we can with the tools that we have. But I do have things I'm very excited to share Mm -hmm. with people because I've been doing what's called the guardianship which is a monthly virtual gathering when the sun shifts into a new sign. And so coming back to your original question, I'll weave all these pieces together mm-hmm. about how things have been shifting. Well, I've been initiated into the cosmic law of learning astrology, learning this cosmic law. So I've been initiated under this. And, and it doesn't feel like my first life doing it because the moment I read my first chart, which was in October, I started doing astrology readings it became very clear I was channeling Mm -hmm. and I knew things or I would say things and I would be like, does that make sense to you? I'm not sure why I'm saying that. And people are like, yeah, you have no idea. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So when that started to emerge itself, I realized that there was something deeper going on. My gifts have just turned on and activated so much in six months that in all honesty, I recognize myself still. And I, on some level, if I'm honest, always knew that I was going to do this kind of work, mm-hmm. I feel. And yet it's also totally out of this world and I cannot believe I'm doing it. And sometimes, even when I'm in session with people, I'm learning as I'm in session yeah. because I'm channeling what I'm calling. And I'm not channeling beings. They're not going into my body and taking over. That's a different energy. I'm hearing, I'm listening to the um, council members that are sitting around a table that, that are... Uh, the representatives not only of um, this person, uh, the culmination of this person's mission, they're representatives Mm. of this person's mission. And so I get access into that. And through the guardianship, which is your guides, your angels, your ancestors, this is star nations, constellations, zodiac. It's it's your team. It's Mm. like who you've come here with. And so it's interesting because about a year ago, actually, it was my birthday, so it was almost, yeah, almost exactly a year ago, and I wrote a post that said, 
I came into this world three months early and I chose to be born under the guardianship of the lion. So that's the first time that word had come through my consciousness. I didn't know what it was going to turn into. And since then, I found astrology because the stars literally started to speak to me. This is, I'm not the only person that this has happened to. Sometimes stars will start to communicate. I'm a very pragmatic person, so I understand how all of this sounds. And I mm. also know that this is the truth for me. This is what has, has happened and shifted mm -hmm. in my life. And it's transformed it in such a powerful way and this is what people mean when they're like people are on mission or on assignment like all of a sudden I fell in I actually just like got into the river and just let it carry me mm. and now my business has shifted so much and is starting to I'm, I'm finding this stride because of this because of um, leaning into this energy so it started with being initiated um, through the stars and then you know little breadcrumbs led me to read astrology charts um, and those breadcrumbs um, through starting astrology and then realizing I was channeling led me to start working with this this guardianship I started realizing that every zodiac sign it, it's like the guardianship of Leo or the guardianship of Gemini or the guardianship of Virgo mm -hmm. and so that is where I started to move with this energy and then I created something out of out of sheer uh, supply and demand um, people started asking me like how do we work with you deeper and so I created a course in the last six months called the Astro Sessions and launched it in the middle of a pandemic mm -hmm. right in the middle April I think March 22nd was my launch date for was this planned before pandemic yeah okay. oh yeah. yeah it was like already set in motion okay. I had a launch phase I've done many launch phases in my life yeah I can't tell you how many launch phases I've literally landed on my face. Yeah. I think this is an important part to communicate because yeah. people think business is just this beautiful, everything works but all the you time. You got lucky. You got lucky. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, Every overnight I... success takes 10 years. It's one of my favorite quotes because that is, you fail forward oh, and yeah. you don't move forward because you're not afraid to fail. I'm afraid to fail, but it's not failure. And that's like in the way that we think it is. I've actually created a new understanding of certain words that instead of stepping into that and being like, oh, I'm failing, it's like, no, I'm just trying. I'm just expanding. I'm right. learning. I'm growing. Yeah. I'm, you know, getting into a higher octave. I'm singing a higher note. Totally. And then through that, it's like, maybe that's not your note, you know? Like, maybe that's just a rough patch in your life, and that's not your note, but you tried it. You built the muscle, so then mm -hmm. now you can get to the next note, and then you find your note. When you find it, it's just like, ah, it's just this beautiful sound that comes through and people are on board with that resonance and they yeah. want to be part of that because yeah. people want to be near people who feel like sunshine, who remind them who they are, who are a reflection of the light that's inside of them, of the love rather that's inside of them. Mm -hmm. It could be either or, but I'm really working with the words love and fear now and not working with light and dark as much mm -hmm. um, because of obvious reasons yeah words matter words matter yeah. yeah and all people matter so um and especially during this time this black lives matter movement is so important that oh, yeah. um using words like that just doesn't feel appropriate for what it is that i'm i'm stepping into as in a position of leadership because words are connected to things and if you have dark skin and we're saying things like light and dark and light's a positive aspect and dark isn't well what are we saying hmm. and that's just bullshit so yeah. that's why i'm i'm you'll hear me correct myself probably a handful of times because I'm being very um, intentional with my language and what it is that I'm saying. And so I've been, when you hear me use the word love and fear, I'm referring to these two energies that are the paramount energies that we're choosing in any given moment. So um, connecting back into love. So the Astro series. The Astro series 
March 22nd was his launch date. Yeah. I'd had many launches before and, and, and it never really went anywhere, so to speak. I'd been waiting. You know, you, you see people online or whatever it is and they have these like massive launches and it's like, you know, $20,000 launch, $50,000 launch, $100,000 launch. And you're just like, that's sweet. Like, well, that, you know, wanting that to happen, but never knowing if that could, mm-hmm. but somewhere deep down believing that that could be a thing. And so then I launched the Astro Sessions and I didn't have any bites at first. So March 22nd, launched it. I was sitting every morning at that time, every morning doing what I call these daily warm-ups. And these daily warm-ups are very much um, a conditioning of the spine. So you get into the spine to activate the nanocrystals that exist within the cerebral spinal fluid. You can get these nanocrystals to align. Then the light, this kundalini energy, um, this love energy coiled at the base will shine up. And if that, if those nanocrystals have come into alignment, and I learned this through one of the, my teachers, Guru Singh, then, then that, that energy can travel up in a way that, you know, sunshine comes out of your eyes. Mm. <laughs> Love comes out of your being. You remember who the fuck you are. Yeah. This is so important we, that we remember who the fuck we are. Mm. And I will swear about it because it like needs that emphasis yeah. because there are so many people walking around on these programs. So coming back to the launch kind of just sitting there, I was sitting every morning getting into the spine, aligning these crystals, activating the calcite around the pineal gland mm-hmm. to really expand so that I can have a depth and width of lens that um, allows me to see more clearly. Right. So Intentionally I'm, using the tools you were born with. Yeah, because our body, we know so little about yeah. this human structure. Yeah. It's designed, we can use this body to ascend. We can use this body as an instrument of consciousness, yes. as Dr. Joe Dispenza would say. So it's like this energy that we're using it. Um, so yeah. And through that, I would sit every day, get in the breath, get into the spine. And one day I felt something in my spine. It was just like this energetic, like, like it felt like a centipede kind of, just like this kind of energetic block, but it was kind of moving. And I just called in the guardianship because I had been working with them through working um, with people's charts. I had started to realize I was channeling, so I wanted to call it something. Mm-hmm. And when I asked what to call it, they said, call us the guardianship because it will encompass all of all the people it's not i'm not working it's at its source it's prime source creator so at its source it is the energy of god and that's the main template but then from that there's this guardianship these council members that sit on this on this panel and there Mm -hmm. are many different people in your lifetime work with you at different times they come in and out of your field it's like if god is above the kaleidoscope and looking down it's like all these little fragments are broken up into different guardians people realms yes right but it's all beautiful imagery right Yes. It just came to me. Had yeah. to share. I loved it. Please okay. always <laughs> do that. So, oh, I just have such a visual of that. And it's like a stained glass window and it's really pretty. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, you know, that, that pure white light at the top. Yeah. Yeah. And just that, that love energy just emanating through. Mm-hmm. So, I pulled out something. I asked for assistance with, from the guardianship and I just said, let me pull this out. And I started pulling energetically. And maybe people could relate to this through Reiki or energy work that's more common now that people are accustomed mm-hmm. to. This is more of like a quantum um, grid work. And some people may be familiar with that and some may not. And you get initiated onto this path. And I got initiated through being a disciple to my heart, quite frankly, is how I got initiated. And then I connected enough to my heart space that I started connecting to yeah higher realms of consciousness and then I uh, it's interesting because people often ask me how do you trust your intuition on this because this is new for me mm-hmm. and it and it you just it comes in and you just start trusting yourself and you just yeah. say yes so I pulled out this program and I started bawling this was April 3rd right before the 444 portal which was about the Pleiadians and many other things and mm-hmm. we can maybe go back into that if mm-hmm. we want to okay. later 
So right before this, this portal, this 444 portal hit, I pulled out this program. The next day, someone booked a consult. The day after that, two people booked a consult. The day after that, like five people booked a consult. Like my whole calendar just exploded. Wow. And it was one of those moments that you're like, is, is this, this is how it happens. You know, this is how it happens. So in that moment, it felt like my relationship to that wound changed yeah. instantaneously. Mm-hmm. But it was a culmination of years and years. There, every overnight success takes 10 years. Yeah. And I'm still not there. I'm at a new level now. I've up-leveled to a new, a new spot. And so, you know, I planned on only taking a certain number of people for the astro sessions, but so many people wanted in that I just expanded it mm-hmm. and had, yeah, you know, one of those launches. At one of those launches. Amazing. And it was, it was really cool to be part of something where there's so much fear going on and there's so much uncertainty. And me even just being like surrendered to the fact that if the launch fails, it's fine. I'll be able to figure something out. Mm-hmm. I trust. Yeah. See, here's the thing. People are going through this pandemic now and feeling isolated and alone and scared and not knowing and in uncertainty. I did that too for two years before, before COVID. Mm-hmm. For two years, I sat in that space. So... All of a sudden, I was like, oh, this doesn't feel scary because I've been living in the unknown and hurling through time and space, not knowing what the hell is going to happen with my life, honestly, for yeah. quite some time. Because I went through, I, I talked about this probably last time, but I went through two years of complete yeah. shattering and ego death. Yeah. And and that re- rewiring and that um, generosity that I offered myself through my own presence allowed me to step into this work so yes it happened like that and also mm-hmm. there was two years of journeying I'm not really calling it the work anymore but journeying mm-hmm. into the space that I could pull this program out and and then yeah I had one of those launches and I've, I've done a second smaller launch because there's just been a lot of people again like mm-hmm. reaching out and asking so I did another smaller launch so I'm taking, you know, roughly 14 women through a process right now, through either a three-month or a six-month one-on-one mentorship, um, coaching and mentorship, because I'm teaching along with coaching. Mm-hmm. And the first three months are about liberating oneself from what I call the upside down. And we liberate ourselves into the wide awake. So if you've ever seen Stranger Things, the yeah. upside down is that alternate. Yeah. And I you, you mentioned Stranger <laughs> Things in the first episode as well I was listening to it on my run this oh, morning amazing. yeah and you mentioned 11 as a an example of a an empowered woman who has powers yeah in mainstream media like we all do yeah 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 that's so fascinating yeah. I should rewatch it again then you know stranger things sometimes I get I, I don't watch scary things so like that's like as far as I'll go with yeah. like gory scary things but there's there is a lot of I've I've obviously extracted a lot of medicine from that particular series and and I loved the idea of the upside down and it came to me again when I was working on my spine one morning I heard the wide awake and then I was like what's the opposite of the wide awake and then it was like the upside down and I was like what's the upside down I started doing research and then I was like oh it's on stranger things and it's this alternate dimension where like gruesome stuff just fear just monsters Mm -hmm. and siphoning energy and fear and you know that exists on this dimension as well and we're seeing that more readily now Mm -hmm. more uh, rapidly as well more is coming to the surface about sex trafficking of children about children going missing about about um, systems and structures that have been created to hide what's going on Mm -hmm. around corrupt government systems around corrupt uh, you name it you name it yeah anything that's been structured in the Piscean age is getting um 
it's for lack of a better you know terminology it's come to Jesus moment like it's it's having a reckoning Mm -hmm. and so we get to look at these things more deeply so the upside down it's an inversion so the way I've come to see it is that if we have spirit we have prime source creator right that's what the energy you're speaking of, of love that's shining yeah. down the stained glass that's creating a myriad of images yeah. and colors, the kaleidoscope. And so if we have this prime source creator, this, this energy, and from it, it creates matter. Well, matter is a mirror of spirit. So if we want to know matter, we also must acknowledge that matter is an inversion. Mm-hmm. So it's like flipped and it's flipped right. in order to, because that's that's how it works. If you study sacred texts, you can find versions of this through many different, and they're, and they're not speaking about it in this exact same way. This mm-hmm. is something I've extrapolated meaning out of. And so, especially because I created over the last six months, and I feel weird saying I created it because I didn't all the pieces in it are not all my own work. Right. They're a, they're an assimilation of multiple pieces of resources that literally have yeah. found me. Yeah. And then I've synthesized it into something that's really meaningful for yeah. me. So I, I created what I would call Golden Age Astrology, mm-hmm. which is a synthesis of karmic astrology. There's also traditional astrology. Um, there's ascension astrology in there. So that's an inversion where we're flipping the charts. You're reading it in a whole brand new way. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's medical astrology. There's um, evolutionary astrology. There's lots of pieces in there. Hmm. And then I've, from that, and every time I'm in session, I actually, do, I usually channel a new piece. So then I'm like, oh, cool, I can bring that into another session. So I'm getting this information that's coming through. And a lot of it I'm collecting. I don't not look for anything. I have a Gemini North Node. I love looking for collecting information. Mm-hmm. And then I have a Virgo rising. So I love organizing that information and then doing something with it. And that being said, I'm also receiving information from Prime Source Creator. So if if matter is a is an inversion of spirit, then then we need to get radically honest with ourselves that that everything we see in this room, in our lives, isn't necessarily going to be the full truth because we know that we have five senses and those senses are beautiful Mm -hmm. and they can do so much for us and they're also limited. Mm -hmm. And if we can acknowledge that because a bumblebee again can see things that, you know, we can't see and a dog can smell things we can't smell, Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean it doesn't exist here. So if we can acknowledge that, we can start to view what's going on on this planet slightly different. And I've been, I feel like I've been living an inversion as well because most people were going through their isolation and their separation and fear around finances and uncertainty and not knowing. And I had, you know, such a busy time. I exploded. I got more physical contact during COVID yeah. <laughs> than I had for all of um, the whole year prior. Ah, wow. Yeah. yeah Inside so, out. Yeah, yeah. This is a very different experience for me. And so it's been really uh, liberating. And what I do within the Astro Sessions is the first three months is about liberating us from the upside down. So what are your programs? What's been installed between the ages of zero to seven? Get radically honest with yourself. Where does that show up? Are you dealing with, uh, what of of the six core wounds are you dealing with? So we have loss, betrayal, abandonment, rejection, Mm -hmm. fear of persecution, and separation from prime source creator. Mm-hmm. Separation. The from ultimate God. wound, I would the say. The ultimate wound. Yeah. 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 The ultimate wound. Yeah. The fall, the original fall from grace before yes. all of the other things happen. Ooh, I got chills when you said that. Yeah. 
<laughs> I do it on my legs. There's something here. That's the thing. We, it's also about remembering that there's something within religious texts. There's mm-hmm. something about what's been taught. This didn't come from nowhere. Yeah. This wasn't strictly made to manipulate. It turned into that. Exactly. But yeah. bef- it was. It was. It came through as a pure channel and then got inverted for the power of man. Mm-hmm. And that's the issue. It's not the teaching, like it's not the teachers. It could be the teachings and how they've been, to, or it's the teachings, not the teacher rather. Um, and so it's like really falling into that, that thread. And it's like, we don't get too caught up in that. We stay with what feels like truth. The only way we can know what feels like truth is if we know ourselves. Yeah. If we don't know what our yeses are, our no's are, our maybes are, if we don't know um, when we're taking others' energy, if we're not feeling into that space, if we're not paying mm-hmm. attention to our posture while we're having this podcast exactly. and checking in, it's going to cause tension. Mm-hmm. If we're not, we, it's about, this is what grace means to me. It's like intricately knowing yourself. I know I hold tension in my hip flexors. I, I have to check in every few seconds. That's mm-hmm. how intense it is. It's a pattern I developed from childhood. It's not me. It's fake news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love this so much. Yes. So this is where I'm going with this now is... Yeah, let's pull it back in. Okay. (laughs) So this important understanding of this this flip, this inversion that happens, we pull away from source, we we move into dualism, the continued fragmentation from this pure source up here, the further we go down, the harder it is to see that all these pieces are actually a part of the same thing. Yes. And... What I am loving about everything that you're sharing and what I always love about being around you is is you just are continually moving closer and closer and closer up to source and and sharing so openly about... That is so sweet. But that's what <laughs> I am experiencing in the moment and in yeah, past moments with you, you right? And, and it's there's just this leveling up and this development and this um, excitement to share it with mm-hmm. people around you which I think is so key and such an important part of this purity yeah think, right if and that brings a really I would love to just add this in yeah I was ner. I mean when I really check in it's like I, I I believed in this stuff for a long time I was so nervous to share that it just came to like a pressure point and maybe and that's why I feel like I was born for this time in human history because it's like this happened and it activated something activated in my system and I was like this just is who you are. You can keep pretending you're not this person and keep kind of like dancing on the perimeter of the greatness of who you are. You can just start to dive all in and you have to not care what people think about you. So guess what? I had to pull out the anticipation of rejection before I could sit here and share this work because I, I would have felt too scared to be rejected by potential people listening even. Mm -hmm. And it would be maybe subtle, but maybe not so subtle. You know, I can still feel threads of that in the body that are working themselves out even as I talk about it. And it's beautiful because it's like, okay, I'm, I'm still working through those, those spaces, but I'm owning that. I have this gift now. I'm owning this ability. I'm owning that. Not only did I get initiated to do astrology that I got initiated while I was in the astro sessions. I didn't even know this was coming. I pulled out that program. But then I had a session with one of my mentors mm-hmm. and she was like, no, you're ready to do this work on people. Like if you did it on yourself, it's time to step into this. Mm-hmm. So then I learned that I could start to go in and help people dismantle their programs in their body. And it's done through intention. It's done through visualization. Again, I wasn't someone who was super visual. I've been very auditory my whole life. Mm-hmm. And so that auditory has given me, granted me the gift of writing. So I can, I'll hear something and I, I'll just write it out and 
that's why I, I did really well in English and mm -hmm. I could make a great case in my psychology classes. I was stoned all throughout post-secondary and I did wonderfully. <laughs> I was brilliant. And I am brilliant in my own right. Like get a math equation in front of me. I'm not going to solve it. Mm -hmm. But like if you want to talk about esoteric, it, it, math is underneath everything anyway. It's yes. just not a language I understand. Mm -hmm. But astrology is its own language. And so what have I done over the past six months? I've learned a new language. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Literally learned a new language. And that language activated something in my consciousness that opened me up to be able to do quantum healing. Mm. This is the power of language. This is why a lot of people use light language. You might have heard of this before. Mm -mm. Okay, so light language is a language that's channeled. And there are people, they just fall into a space and they start just making sounds, whatever comes through them. And it has the potential, just like going to a sound class. We talked about this last time, I'm sure. We bring Celeste in every time. She's mm. here, with, here with us in spirit. Always, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and... You know, that sound has the potentiality to shake up your system, especially because you believe it. It's mm -hmm. true. That's why you're going to the class. In Mormonism, I don't know if this is in all yeah, other sure. religions, they, I think they refer to it as um, speaking of tongues. When they when someone just goes yes. into the Bible or the, you know, just it's incoherent, it's the, like their conduit of, of something else. Generally, I think it was referred to as like a demonic Yes, um, of course. Thing? Of course, right? Yeah, I don't understand that. That's evil. That's uh, the inversion. Yeah, yeah. Because is it evil or is it actually getting you closer to source? Have you, has it been kept from you because it keeps you closer to source? Like, mm. I'm not saying yes. I'm just saying open your mind to totally. the potential. Question it. Question yeah. everything. I'm not saying what I do is the right way or the wrong way. One thing I will say, though, about astrology is traditional astrology has been co-opted just like the systems and structures that are existing right now so i got initiated again when i was in the astro sessions with clients to start to dismantle some of the things i was even saying about the ways that i had learned about the planets and the science so i started leaning into them a little bit more and I, that relationship's still new for me but i'm developing a relationship with the solar system mm -hmm. and that relationship is building a relationship it's no different than saying a relationship with me here's why um Remember when we were here last time and you showed me that video of the model of the sun like a comet dragging nine planets in its wake? Yeah. Those are the exact words it uses. I yeah. know because I've watched it multiple times. Yes. <laughs> and I send that video to clients. It activates things in people. It activated me so deep. Remember I was getting shocks in my I fingers? So I never told you this story, no. but a few weeks later I went and had a past life regression with someone and she took me to a, an alternate, alternate reality, alternate dimension that's coexisting to this one in the same space where I was a multidimensional, am a multidimensional being, uh, androgynous, and I, I haven't listened to it since, but the, I'm like channeling something. Uh, or like this this higher it's my higher self essentially yeah. but I, I saw it as an intergalactic being and guess how they communicated they would touch fingers just like et someone brought this to my attention i didn't put this together at first but they would touch fingers and through their jupiter fingers so the index finger touching yeah electricity travels through and that electrical impulse i i can even feel this in my body right now this electrical impulse sends messages so people aren't using words that's why it's like Use your mind, Marin. Right. <laughs> so, and again, I'm not saying you get to believe whatever you want. Yeah. You can listen to this and be like, there's no way that's true. Please, like, I, I have a psychology background. I went into neuroscience. I went into the deep dive of 
pragmatism and what it meant to be human. Oh, yeah. And that led me to this space to be like, what if, just what if at first, now I have more concrete evidence mm-hmm. that I feel I know more, there's more wisdom there. But what if some of this that people say could be true? What if, right? And so speaking in tongues, I love that because this light language activates uh, the system in a way. And so learning the language of the stars activated something in my system where I could start to do work that I've never done before on people. I could start to journey with them in a way that uh, works with energy, works with the grids of the body. I work with crystals, but I work with them in an energetic form. So I imagine the color of a certain crystal and I'll use my visionary consciousness to move that energy into their grid. Mm. And this is the age of visionary consciousness. This is the Aquarian age. So what this means is that we have this epoch, this time that's going on where we're awakening. It's, it's, it's the great awakener. And so visualization is going to be a huge part of this next phase. And many people who are on this path who aren't seeing corona, which means crown, by the way, yeah. <laughs> who aren't seeing it with a clarity of, uh, through, their, through their lens. There's not clarity there. They're seeing it through a dirty glasses, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. Their, their fears, their programs, the inversions, the upside down, you know, entrenched in the upside down. Yeah, it's hard. And guess what? I have so much compassion for that because I've lived, I yeah, lived in that exactly. version. When people say there's a hell, yeah, it exists on this planet. Yeah. Just like there's a heaven that exists on this planet, but we have to be willing to lean in to what makes us uncomfortable, get radically honest with uh, what that is, where it comes from, love that version of ourselves, mm-hmm. and only then will that version get beh- out from the driver's seat and maybe in the back. Yeah. And eventually when enough love is present, that version of yourself will ask for you to stop the car so it can get out. Because it's, it's no longer going to feel comfortable in, in that space. If, if that version of yourself has survived from so much fear and all of a sudden you just keep dousing your reality with love. Mm-hmm. My work is so simple. It literally continually guides people back to unconditional love. Yeah. I step in as role of, of, a, of a nurturer. I'm not, and I, it's, it's coaching, but it's not, it's not how people have been trained to coach. I know mm-hmm. that for certain if someone doesn't do their homework with me, I just hold space and love them. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, let's talk about right. what came up for you. Exactly. It doesn't <laughs> matter if you did not about the homework. I love you that you fail. just said that. I always say that with clients yeah. as well. Like you had resistance, you hated it, felt good, you're confused. Like that's the homework. Come, mm-hmm. let's talk about what was real. That's what makes you an amazing coach, I'm sure. Because that is the medicine. Mm. It's coming back to that place of like, Guess what? People beat themselves up enough. They yeah. don't need to hire someone to do that for them. <laughs> and if you do, maybe you're that person. I'd look at that pattern. Mm-hmm. That's something I would look at within yourself because they're, um, and you love it. You love it. I love the one who blank always until that version doesn't need love anymore. Because mm. if you don't pay attention to your inner selves, your inner children, and we're in a time right now for that with, with, with this, um, with this, cancer new moon Mm. we're in a time for that and and it's opposed these 
planets in Pluto and Saturn and Jupiter in Capricorn. So it's the mother and the father. We're in this polarity right now of this bridge between the mother and the father. I taught this last night in a, in a class that I held. I wanted to ask you about that, actually, the new moon. Yeah, class. temple. Yeah. 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 So it was lo- it was lovely. Women came out. Also, anyone identifying as women is welcome in that space. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we just talked about, you know, a, it's a safe space where people can come together you know, here's the thing right now in this Black Lives Matter movement, black people don't need white people coming into their space and vice versa. I've been told through many different black resources that they're doing that healing work together and that we need to do the healing of the dismantling of our racism together, not coming in and dumping on them mm. and like getting support from them. Yeah. Like we need to do that work yeah. before we come together. Yeah. So before there are, you know, men and women's circles, which I'm actually more excited about, to be honest, to have, I, I love women's work. But I'm really excited about starting to work with the yeah. masculine as well because there's just so much to be done as we continue to integrate. And I know that's part of my path. And this is how we're going to be able to work together because yeah. all of my clients the last six months have been, not all, 80% have been men. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So I... Well, that makes sense because I feel like your work is very structured and it, and it comes in a... I know that it's not. I know that there's a lot deeper layers to I get to their that. trust first before <laughs> yeah. I take them on a bungee jump. Yeah. It's very structured. You'll set them up for me. It's like an alley-oop. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Fly. Yeah. Totally. Uh, <laughs> we used to play basketball. Yeah. No big deal. Uh, <laughs> we were friends in high school, but I feel like we were yeah, yeah. We, we, we've lived many lives together yeah I for think. Sure. yeah there's there's an interesting bond between mm-hmm. you and I that I really enjoy yeah same mm-hmm. well I want to I want to hear there, uh, we could just talk I for so many hours and I know that's such a cliche thing to say on a podcast but uh, <laughs> but it's true but it's true and so I'm still gonna say it when it comes to where we are right now with all of this tension that has been there for a long time, but is now, it's, it's like the wounds are uncovered. We're seeing racism in a much more gruesome and in your face way. Yeah. At least, again, for us privileged people. Of who, course. Right? It's, it's we no need longer. To see it we way. need to see it. Yeah. Um, the pandemic, the you know, political world, um, just culture in general. There's a lot of tension, right? And where we are astrologically, I'm curious to hear, um, considering your ability to kind of feel out where this is going, it's, you know, you're so in the moment, but you also see the ripples of how we got here and where this will most likely lead based on yeah. patterns and rhythm. Um, I'm, yeah, I just want to hear what kind of comes up for you of, of what, what the, the sky, what the stars are saying, what you, what you feel like you're, even if it's important things for people to to research Mm -hmm. or to practice or to talk about you know what are what are the tangible things other than reaching out to just be a part of an experience in a community that's actually about consciousness and leveling up you know um but what else what comes to mind for you well first and foremost there's a lot in there find practices find practices that work for you Mm -hmm. i don't care what they are you don't need to do what i do (laughs) You don't need to do what Marin does. You know, if, I, I joke about this, but if, if listening to death metal in your car brings you closer to spirit, then you listen to death metal in your car. Mm-hmm. You know, if downhill race biking lets you feel closer to God, then, then you do that. Something that can allow you to connect in. I would like to invite that the thing that you choose to get you into a theta, an alpha brainwave. Mm-hmm. So it's something that's going to slow you down, mm-hmm. not usually pump you with adrenaline. But if that's what really, you know, at first you need to get there, do it. 
uh, love yourself where you're at but really being able to to hone in on what those programs are so you, you need a practice to start uncovering that for yourself uh, something that people can look into it's a it's something that i teach in one of many modalities is eft it's simple you know you go through it you don't even have to believe it first and foremost but know that there's scientific backing behind it there are these meridian points in the body so it's very physical that's why mm-hmm. i like to teach it first because mm-hmm. people can get kid on board with that mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like okay yeah tapping meridian points yeah we've proven that there's meridian points in the body and that different areas oh and actually once i'm going, done going through this eft i feel better so, I, you know, tangible mm-hmm. results, right? Yeah. So this is how it works because for me, I was way too dense before. Mm-hmm. I couldn't work in the subtle realms of energetic healing. Well, you have to get into your body before you yeah. can really access these other things, you, right? If this is the yes. conduit, if, if you're not embodied, if you're anxious, if you're always in the past or the future, yes. you don't have access. So any physical practice, yeah. tapping, yoga, yeah. breath work, right? Yes. What, what brings you into your body mm-hmm. where you can actually like, Sex. feel like, yeah anything sensation i like to bring up sex because you know there's a reason again in the inversion that religions made it not okay Mm. made it a sin you know lust and desire and all these things where sex that's part of your wheelhouse Mm. you know that falls into your eighth house uh sex magic and if it's in your wheelhouse that is a part of the path to god no matter what Mm. so uh, that's also something really healthy but there's a there's a caveat to this mm-hmm. intention with the people with the partner or the people um, you, getting into your body first so you know what's yours and you're not taking on other people's stuff recognizing if you're only sleeping with another person to get something from yeah. them to hook in or to fill a void this is about like honestly I've had two years in my life where I've chosen celibacy for one year each mm-hmm. I just came out of one in 20 in 2019 And I'm not saying you have to do that, but when you take sex off the table for a while, when you show up for it to it later, it's going to be different because sex isn't something we do. It's a place we go. And that place is important. And if you're with someone who's not taking responsibility for their energy, you know, then you've got to take radical responsibility. So you're not taking all that on. It's a very sacred space. You're generating Mm -hmm. a lot in in that space, but it is still a way to connect in and, and, I want to, I like to just drop that on the table mm-hmm. because it's important that we don't, that we look at all facets of the human experience. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing's taboo. Nothing's right? taboo. We should be able to talk about all the things, all the things. Yeah. <laughs> They're all amazing. Yeah. So, so then coming back to, I haven't looked at the astrology, what's happening yet and okay. mapped anything out. I don't usually do that anyway. I am more of a in the moment, but I can scan the big picture. And so how things are going to be moving is that we have all this energy with with the conjunctions, which means the planets are between zero and eight degrees with Jupiter and Pluto and Saturn. And what this is saying is that we're expanding the restriction. We're expanding uh, the, the way that we show up to our evolution so that we can reconsider, reimagine learn something new around uh, the restrictions we've been putting on ourselves through these systems and these structures Mm -hmm. that are not serving us they're not serving uh, the evolution of where we're going and because this is all in capricorn it's going to require our executive director opinion our inner authority um, knowing that we're the ceo and the Mm -hmm. boss of our own lives Um, 
but only once those pat- those programs have been dismantled. Mm-hmm. Through the guardianship, I heard very clearly once uh, that we do not have free will if we're still operating off of our programs. We only have free will when they've been dismantled. Yeah. Otherwise, you are literally moving through time and space on a program, and you yeah. think, and you're calling it free will. You're calling it fate too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, bad things always happen to me. Do they? I'm sure they do, because you believe that they do, and there's that genetic program playing out. When I say genetic, it's actually showing up in your body, in your genomes, mm-hmm. in your DNA strands, and things do happen. I'm not saying, you know, that absolutely everything we have to micro, like, boil it down to the minute detail. But you better believe that it's a bigger system than we can grasp. Mm-hmm. And if you get into a car accident, you know, death, um, whatever it is that feels crunchy or uncomfortable, all suffering, for that matter. Um, I heard this thing really beautifully the other day uh, that suffering, the end of suffering, um, where suffering ends rather, meaning begins. Mm-hmm. And suffering ends when meaning begins. So the moment you can sit in, lean into a space where you recognize that your suffering has meaning, that it's leading you somewhere, then that's what I was talking about at the miracle of the moment. Yeah. Because you yeah. can start to be like, this hurts. Why does it hurt? Yeah. Where does it hurt? What does it feel like? What's coming up for me? Can I lean in? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Most of our society and culture hasn't learned how to self-regulate. I didn't know. I literally just learned how to self-regulate in the last three years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and yeah. even more in the last, I wanted to ask you about this as well, if you've, if you've been um, looking into CO2 tolerance or if that's something you're aware of. No, tell me. Yeah, I don't know. So I'm not an expert on this by any means. This is, uh, I've been diving a lot into breath work and, and trying to understand more of the science and the physiology because that's, again, that's always where I, I go with it before I can take it you know, to the next level. Um, but basically what it's showing is that for people who've struggled a lot with anxiety, we're over-breathing or under-breathing in general, right? Gotcha. And and the body is so wise that it, it finds a new equilibrium within this kind of chaos. Mm-hmm. And what that can do on one level is that even if you are breathing in a way where you get your levels of oxygen and CO2 at a balanced point, your body might reject that as if something's wrong and try to lead you back to a different disordered way mm-hmm. of breathing, especially as soon as you're not paying attention. Of course. So... Why that's important is that our body needs this balance, this tensegrity, as I yeah. I still need to tell you so much more about this. Or Christine Wuschke, if you listen to her episode, um, we're going to do another one, um, but this is where it comes from. Amazing. She's, she's my vessel of tensegrity. <laughs> so the tensegrity of the carbon dioxide and the oxygen within the red blood cells is what allows the body actually to utilize the oxygen. Okay. If you do not have enough CO2 or you have too much the, the oxygen, even if you have enough, will not absorb into the tissue. It can't be used. Wow. So for people who are struggling with anxiety, not only can they be doing this work of, of trying to change their mindset and you know understand how to calm themselves, how to regulate themselves, if the body has created this false new normal, this false equilibrium, then you're still going to have these panic moments more. Your resilience is still going to be lower because your body has not actually found its way you back. just explained COVID tell me you just explained a paradigm shift what I heard is this talking about 
if you're, we're creating this new normal, you might have even said that word, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like a new normal yeah, of toxicity, new a new equilibrium. Yeah. And if you step outside of that, you're going to get sucked right back in. Yeah. Well, all of a sudden, all this fear, there's all this fear, okay? And then it, cre- it generates more fear. But one thing I know is like energy sticks together mm-hmm. or energy flows, right? Yeah. Prana will, where, where prana goes, energy flows, where energy flows, prana will go. Like all of this is one giant conversation. So it sounds like, and what I was going to say earlier too about the, the sun moving through this star, moving through time and space and these nine planets moving around it because we, we went somewhere else, which is great, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, is that I see that as one DNA strand, right? You know, it's one DNA strand. We have three billion base pairs, ATCG, right, of the DNA strand. Remember that in biology? (laughs) We have three billion base pairs in our body. Think about that. Three billion base pairs. Now, if our one solar system, right, makes up one DNA strand, and every solar system, and then all the galaxies, and then everything beyond it, the Hubble telescope, you can't even... There are so many galaxies, we can't even count them. Mm-hmm. So if we're one DNA strand, think about the how what we do here is affecting the whole, uh, generating energy into a larger organism. Mm-hmm. It's big. Mm-hmm. So and because of the work, this is why I love Dr. Joe Dispenza as well, and, and even to what you were saying, because if we can get so physical in the body, if we can come so deep into the body to get subtle so we can start to do this work. You can study all the science, but what you'll realize is there's something deeper going on in the science that's actually speaking to a higher wisdom because mm-hmm. what exists somewhere exists everywhere. Yes, It can't not. Mm-hmm. So I love considering these options because it sounds to me like what you're saying is people are living in this new normal. And if they start to you know, step out, they can get sucked back in mm-hmm. to this this energy of fear. Totally. You know, I have a, a bunch of family that are you know, on the front lines. So I'm not speaking to coronavirus not being a real thing mm-hmm. and, and spiritually bypassing and living in some alternate dimension in reality. Um, I, I have access to those places now, but I still very much live here. Mm-hmm. And this is a real problem that has been created. And when I say created, I, I know that it, it was a naturally occurring, I believe it was a naturally occurring substance but I do think there was some manipulation within that substance mm-hmm. you know if, if you if you if you track all the things that came out when they came out it's a little too serendipitous to think that there's not something a little bit bigger going on here and that there's not a little bit of a deeper agenda and we don't have to go so deep into that you're allowed to believe and think whatever you mm-hmm. want but everything's kept hidden in plain sight I think it's it's a safe way to actually approach everything is to understand that there's just a level of unknowable yes. always yeah and so everything is I think that that's part of the the balance again of this non-dualism of you can know a lot but you also have to recognize you know nothing you know nothing there's just as much that you have nothing like you have no clue about and how can you in one life it's like just such a blip too so we focus on our thing and we go into that space but there's still so much like we're all living in different realities Mm -hmm. there's the mathematician who looks at the world a very different way than the Mm -hmm. biologist than the doctor than the quantum healer then yeah. the, you know everyone has a very different approach as how they're showing up yeah so coming all the way back to what people can you know do practically it's like yeah we'll just call it that right now get into your body in some way that's a great place to start mm-hmm. and if you're a little bit more uh, novice into this space 
start getting even deeper into the breath and the body simultaneously and start just working with a little visualization because this is coming more online for people as we step into this Aquarian age. And then as if you're a more advanced practitioner, more advanced practices and, and really taking more care of your body, to be honest, because if you're holding space for people during this time, there needs to be more intention behind the things you're doing. So for example, you know, if you're still loving to engage in smoking marijuana, cool. Like, mm -hmm. and you're also holding a bunch of space for people. So having that one extra layer of intention move into it where you're really creating a container with your energy and whatever you do yeah. so that you're taking radical responsibility for your energy and not letting people siphon it mm -hmm. and vice versa. And we do this. This is written in the Celestine Prophecy. This was not a book that wasn't accurate. There's a lot in the Celestine Prophecy. And one of those things, it talks about how we steal energy from each other. Mm. You know, I'm around you. If I have more power than you that I've learned through fight or through, um, uh, what law is it? Through survival of the fittest, mm. then I'm going to overpower you with my energy. I'm going to take some of yours. I'm going to feel better. You're going to feel a little bit worse. We're going to leave the situation and you know, who wins, yeah. right? Yeah. And and that's how we've been taught, it's ingrained. But if you actually read all of Darwin's work, the survival of the fittest got really blown up and it, it, it's, it's extrapolated out of a larger picture. He didn't even mean that fully in the way that we've come to understand it. Again, mm -hmm. it's been co-opted in a way, just mm -hmm. like many of these things. So when we're looking at the astrology of coming into late, uh, let's just say first and foremost, we're not done. It's not over. Prepare yourself. By leaning further into the unknown this yeah. doesn't mean i'm not saying this to be scary or fear monger you know if you're standing close to the edge of a cliff do you want someone to tell you or do you would you rather just fall mm -hmm. right so it's an energy of just being vigilant and 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 ultimately love is the great equalizer so you want to you want to equalize your co2 and oxygen in your body bring more love to that space so that you can learn to reprogram the mm -hmm. space so that your body uh remembers mm -hmm. when it could have more of what it needed where your this system was operating and functioning i mean i was i was having a panic attack every day every day for six months in 2010 i believe yeah. 2009 every day for six months i was a mess i never if you i would never believe that i was sitting here doing this work so when we look at the astrology and how things are moving everyone's at a different stage and people are waking up at an accelerated rate and so we have this in capricorn right now what that means is, is coming up, Saturn is going to come out of retrograde. Retrograde is an inward spiral. Okay, so we're, it's about taking this time, okay. going inward, mm -hmm. really allowing ourselves to connect in. What makes me resilient? What wound am I acting out today mm -hmm. of those six wounds? Mm -hmm. How can I love that version of myself back? Sitting in sacred container with yourself, I call all versions, timelines, dimensions, spaces, and realities of me back into my body right now. This is how quantum healing is possible is through calling in all of that those pieces because we're so fragmented yeah we're so fucking fragmented and this is where um this is where leaning into being able to self-regulate right mm -hmm. because if you're in an uncomfortable situation i.e what's going on on the planet right now lean in i don't know what's going to happen to my money oh well do i ever really know <laughs> what's really different yeah what's going to happen to my career your boss could have fired you in two weeks anyway. You don't know. Mm -hmm. We have this just this false sense of control. Yeah. It's so and so as 
as and we false security and false right? security you could be married to someone and you're like oh well i can take you for granted because you're not going anywhere i got the old ball and chain that person could leave you and i'm not saying this is this is just to remind yourself that the only moment we have is this one holy moment and there's another one mm-hmm. and there's another one but it's the only one that we have and it sounds gruesome. I say this a lot to people, but I'm like, I could, I could die on the way home. Oh yeah. I just could yeah. die. So that's that could be a truth. Um, is it going to happen? Probably not. I've had visions of being quite old. I think I'm going to make it to mm-hmm. wrinkly, but we'll see. You know, who knows? The Buddha said the problem is you think you have time. Mm-hmm. So why not live like you know this moment is the moment uh, to expand into? And so as this retrograde, we come out of these uh, planets stationed retrograde, we'll have Saturn move into Aquarius again. So that will start to, you know feel a little bit better so we're gonna get a little bit of reprieve Mm -hmm. but we're still for the rest of 2020 2020 is setting us up for 2021 to 2023 again i haven't looked at the astrology but intuitively i feel like that's going to be the stage for something it's the stage for something so this feels like this needed to happen to set us up for what's next Mm -hmm. if if you don't think we're all connected um just look how fast that virus started to spread Mm -hmm. and if that was what was going to kill us, it could kill us like that instantly. So we're all intrinsically connected. And not only that, but when they did research and with COVID, they realized that most people believe in a model of an apocalypse. So the fear just like, this Mm -hmm. is it. People stocking up on toilet paper, fighting in in grocery stores, just living out of their programs, right? Just so much fear and, and bless you bless those people because we don't need more condemnation. That's not going to, no one's ascending with that energy. Mm-hmm. It's just like, wow, you must be in a lot of pain. Yeah. Cause when I was in a lot of pain, I did a lot of fucked up things. Mm-hmm. So we start to see it and then we can have more compassion for people. So there is still things that we will be processing. And I deep dive more into this. Like I said, I do a virtual circle every month. Now this is a newer thing that I've okay. been asked to do, um, during COVID. So every month when the sun enters a new sign, I'll do the guardianship of that particular sign and they're beautiful and there's also an opportunity to dive into your own personal natal chart so it's a two-hour session we do some channeling this is a group session or this is one-on-one this is group okay. yeah this is group and so it's like an entry-level price yeah. it's just like going dropping into a yoga class yeah. essentially but it's from the comfort of your home and it's an opportunity for people to start to work with me without you know investing in a larger three or six month program mm-hmm. you know that's not going to be where everybody's at right. you know and uh, so I'll deep dive more into that there. But what I will say is Corona does mean crown. And the last time we dealt with um, the energy of the full moon and the new moon, even in that cycle, we also had the sun moving through. We are calling it cancer. We're calling it the, the, the sign of cancer. But if you actually study what's going on in the night sky, because I've been starting to merge astronomy with what I'm doing, so I'm starting to get some like scientific concrete stuff too to mm-hmm. see exactly what's going on, because they're not the same things. Right, not just one interpretation, but where did it come from so you can actually see yeah. the wholeness of it. And because of the procession of the equinox of the of the Earth, the procession, the wobble, mm. we're not, you know, when the ephemeris was made, which was the, the table or the tablet that was recording where the planets would be for, you know, year after year after year for you know it started in about a 400 bc i think mm. and so the reason i still use that western model is because myth is so damn powerful in our lives and that ephemeris has been written like it's on it's on paper mm. there's tablets there 
But that being said, you know, if we're looking at the way that astrology can be co-opted or used to keep um, people from their power, then we also need to create something new. So mm. what I realized during that is, is that, you know, the sun was actually in Orion. So what's Orion about? And um, at the same time it was in Orion, there was a star particularly that was rising on the day of, uh, on June 21st, when we had the guardianship of cancer, there was a star that was rising with the sun as the sun was at its highest point in the Northern Hemisphere. Mm. The star's name, Betelgeuse, which also can be referred to as Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice? Do you remember the show? Oh yeah, (laughs) of course. There's a star named Beetlejuice? There's a star named Beetlejuice. Okay. It's called Betelgeuse, but people refer to it as Beetlejuice. And the star is found in Orion. And Orion was a place where, you know, when it when it was in its heightened civilization, when people were occupying that um, constellation, because we're intergalactic beings, we come from we come from many different places. Earth is just one place that we've lived. You know, there was the civilization fell, and because of the patriarchy. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's and like what's happening right now. A lot of the patriarchy's falling. That would happen during a Capricorn season, right? That we're in. Capricorn's cardinal, it also was in golden age astrology represented as power. So there's these, po- like old power is falling. Mm. So new power can, so actually we'll move into the energy of love. So Aquarius is an energy of love. It's a fixed sign, but in golden age astrology, it, it represents love. Mm. So we're stepping out of this old power structures and like, what, what does it take for camaraderie? What does it take for brotherly and sisterly love? How do we come together? How do we work together? How do we honor each other? How do we honor the planet? So we can learn a lot from Orion and from Betelgeuse, right? Because when when the sun moved into Cancer and we had that going on astronomically in the night sky, that's also feeding our consciousness. Mm-hmm. Just as the ephemeris and, and what the predictions are through a Western model are feeding our consciousness as well. So we will be moving more into this Aquarian age. And when Pluto in 2023 hits Aquarius, because that's when it'll move over, we, we sink in. So this is setting the stage for that. But 21, 2021 to 2023 is really going to be those stages. And I can't... In I don't, regards to like what direction are we sinking into? Yes. Yeah. Are we, are we choosing to stay in the program, stay in the matrix, mm-hmm. right? That's, 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 a, that's a biography or that's a yeah. talk, you know. We talked a, a little bit about that on the last that's a talk, podcast. That's a, yeah. It's yeah. like there's a lot there. Uh-huh. The Wachowskis are brilliant. They didn't come from this planet. They definitely just like beamed in to like share some. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. totally. Thanks, guys. Now I'm going to turn into a woman because yeah. <laughs> I'm a badass bitch. Like they're the coolest people. They're just, they're so, so amazing. Yeah. They just aren't from here. And and uh, yeah, so there's just a lot that we can look forward to uh, and and. With that being said, we have choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. You, again, the, you, do you have choice if you're living out of your programs? You, right. You've got to start getting honest that you have programs. Yeah. They've been installed. They first are a hardware system, then they're a software system. If you can get... Uh, this came channeling through last night in the, in the New Moon Temple, but when you change your software, your hardware changes. That mm-hmm. hardware can look like your physical body. I can't tell you how many people... Like you look so different. Mm-hmm. Like something just changed about you because my hardware is changing mm. because of, of the, and I'm getting older too. So obviously there's things changing, but you know, there's something that's shifting in my architecture and in my field that people are responding to because mm. of that. So prepare yourself. And I say that with love and 
and appreciation for the journey and wherever, you know, these people, wherever mm-hmm. you are listening, happen to be at. But get radically honest with yourself. And I would say work with someone. Honestly, there's never been a better time. Mm-hmm. Not even as a sales pitch. Like, there has never been a better time to find someone who's already gone through the trenches. Yeah. Learn to reprogram. It admitted they had a program. Learn to reprogram. Gone through the swamp potentially took the long way so that they can help you not shortcut we're not shortcutting we're just offering the transmission at an accelerated frequency fewer bumps yeah fewer bumps yeah Yeah. fewer speed bumps so whether that's a psychologist whether and and the fact that this is also a time when people are more available online than ever yeah the the amount of people i've heard who were resistant to starting an online business who then just were like, well, I guess I'm doing it now. And it's great. Uh, you know, it's, yeah. it's not as nothing's as hard as you think it is once you're used to it. It's so true. Right. It's, it's not, we set bad. up those restrictions. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. So it's, I, I think that's just another piece to it that to be able to access work like this from the safety of your own home, if home is a safe place for you. Yes. Which, which you know so that's definitely figure part that of it. out if it's not but like, it needs find to be a in a safe space yeah and find a way. i've even had some sessions with some teachers during this pandemic that i i really was not sure how is this going to fly online you know it's it's so much of it is, is about what happens in space together yeah and i've been continuously blown away by how powerful it is and how amazing it is to just be like instead of making a bed on a floor in this room I'm literally in my own bed doing this work well you know it's it's really it's made it more accessible I think so too for more people yeah you can heal in the comfort of your own home and like as long as that home feels safe like you're saying then I think that's a great idea for people Mm -hmm. like just start with with where you're at and that's the other thing we we can pretend we're not connected to these AI devices but we are. We've already consented to them, and we there's a whole other dimension. It's called online. Mm-hmm. It's another reality, mm-hmm. and it exists. And as much as we, you know, want to pretend maybe that that it doesn't or we're not there, there are multiple versions of ourselves already existing in this. There's the version that's of me here sitting with you, mm-hmm. and then I have an online version of myself too. They're not different people, but they're different spaces because mm-hmm. people there are projecting or creating what they want to potentially about who I am that can happen or they're seeing that real thing but it's still um it's still not necessarily a real life interaction but Mm -hmm. that being said online interactions have just as much potency I believe as coming into contact with someone I know that for a long time people didn't believe that they're like well I'm not quite sure I didn't I didn't think it was a thing yeah it's a thing yeah until you experience it it's just it's a thing it's a thing and it's going to be happening more and more yeah and Zoom communications, for example. Now, there's an Aquarian model of someone who saw a gap in something before it even they even knew why, mm-hmm. right? Created something. Zoom was probably had record, record months. Oh, yeah. I remember watching, because I, I, I'm a member, I have a membership with Zoom, and I, I can't remember the numbers now, but it was like 3 million in a month or something. It was insane They made numbers. 3 million in a month? Or like 3 million new members. Okay, yeah. You know, so times that by whatever. And then anyone who like we do, we have subscriptions. Yeah. So 12, 12, 15, 99, whatever it is, right? For per person. It's so, I mean, it's, it's a brilliant, it's a brilliant (laughs) model. I definitely had that moment of, oh, I should have invested in Zoom. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I almost, 
always have that moment after. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> One like, day oh, it'll be before. Yes, it will. It will. It will. For sure. Oh, this has been so fun. Yeah, so fun. Yeah. I, I love how we can dive deep and go big and um, go off on tangents and yeah. And find our that way back did. somehow, but it always feels. Hopefully, we did. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> I, I don't know if there's a lot of loose <laughs> threads that we drew along be. the way. We'll, we'll listen to this again, and we'll create another podcast if we didn't tie any of yes. those things up. Yeah, we'll write them down. Definitely, I'll take some notes and make sure. So we... send us questions yes. if you have them. That would be great. You know, anyone whoever has questions wants to hear more. Um, as usual, put your information. Yeah. Uh, in the show notes so people can find you and uh, we're recording this on July 18th Uh, when's your next gathering like what are the next few things coming up Um, you know I I know you've already spoken to them but to kind of line them out in order of of how people can work with you yeah so the next thing that I'm offering is on Wednesday if you're in Calgary (laughs) it's really fast I have two more actually. So I teach Wednesday nights at the Dharma Temple, which mm-hmm. is a conscious community. So it's not another yoga studio. It's a conscious community that's been created. Mm-hmm. Um, all belief systems, all humans welcome into that space. What the Dharma Temple in Vancouver created was very inclusive and it was a really beautiful. And until you were in that space, you, you know, you didn't know how special it was. And so I'm very excited that we have another one that's mm-hmm. being created, um, being stewarded by two beautiful humans here, a couple. And so I teach there on Wednesday nights kundalini yoga, but it's a fusion now. I've moved some things since a lot has come to the surface with mm-hmm. that practice. I've been shifting it in my own in my own way, which is the last great teachings of a teacher is like, do not follow me. I'm mm-hmm. human and flawed. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lesson in there. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. know, we're yeah. all just walking each other home. And that's true for this podcast. You know, anything you hear that you just are like, no, chuck it. You don't have to believe that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Like you get to be wherever you're at. Um, and that's a liberating place to be when you don't need other people to either approve of your, what it is that you're sharing either. Because yeah. we're all in different places. So that's the first one is Wednesday nights. But then I do leave August. I'm going to BC right. okay. to teach, uh, to hold space at a retreat for three days on Bowen Island. It's sold out. So mm-hmm. we actually have a wait list, which mm-hmm. is great. Um, so that's going to be happening and the next things will be the guardianship so the very next thing will be a virtual online uh, circle that I'm holding on July 23rd under the guardianship of Leo which Mm -hmm. happens to be my sun sign my birthday's in one month Mm -hmm. from today I'll be 36 (laughs) which I'm really excited about 369 so it's a big it's a big deal and yeah so I would love to have people in that container share the space as well and um other than that, there's going to be more every month. I'm doing those online online virtual gatherings. You can book sessions. I'm still at this point taking on sessions and one-on-one clients, and I'm going to do that until it's no longer sustainable. I'm loving being of service mm. and being in the humility of like being down there with with the people going through it and like yeah. working through those things. But I know when business gets bigger, you have to make it scalable, and, yeah. you, and there there are going to be things that will shift. And I'm looking forward to that stage too. Mm-hmm. But right now, I'm I'm still working one on one with clients, and so the next Astro Sessions launches in September. Okay. And at that point, I'll open probably a handful of spots because again, it's personal one on one work, so it's a lot. You know, it's mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. You just get so intimate with someone, and you really get to know them, and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful work. And then in the future, I'm going to just throw it out there to hold myself accountable to it. But I'm creating a teacher training because many people have been asking, how do I learn Golden Age Astrology? What is Golden mm-hmm. Age Astrology? And 
um, it's many things. So I'm going to... It's all the things. (laughs) It's all the things. So I'm going to to organize that information in a way that is uh, digestible and understandable to people. Um, and, and we'll see. And if spirit asks me to go somewhere else, I'll do that too. Cause mm-hmm. really I'm, I'm just following where I'm being asked to go. And, and as you know, my business has changed a lot. I've had mm-hmm. one business, but it's like transformed into multiple things mm-hmm. over the years. So I just listen. And if I'm asked to go in that direction, I do. So as of right now, that is the plan. Um, and we'll see how it shifts. Mm-hmm. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for being here with Thanks me. Thanks for having me. Mm. This is so fun. Yeah, this has been a blast. And I uh, I applaud anyone who has stayed with, with us to the end. Yes, we uh, applaud you. Thank you for being here with us. We and value your time. Time yes. is such a precious resource. Yeah. 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 So we hope that there were some good nuggets and gems of wisdom and things that got you thinking and feeling and... Leaning in. Leaning in. Yeah. Yeah. This, is, this is the work. Just keep leaning in. <laughs> That's it. All right. Well... That's it. Thanks, everyone. I don't know how many times I have to say bye. So there we go. Thanks so much for listening. You can find me on social media at Dopamine. That's D-O-P-E-A-M-E. Or on my website under that same title, Dopamine.com. Please subscribe to this podcast if you enjoyed it. And do not hesitate to reach out if you have questions or comments. I would love to hear what you want to learn more about. So until next time, love big and play big. Peace.